Hello and welcome to the Hidden Lives podcast. My name is Eva and I work with our Australia team. And I'm Subin and I work with the Nepal team. This podcast shares about the lives of people we've met during our work with the Leprosy Mission. Please note, the opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of the Leprosy Mission. The Leprosy Mission works towards the eradication of leprosy worldwide. For those who do not know yet what leprosy is, it is a neglected tropical disease that affects some of the poorest people in the world. If you want to learn more, please visit the Leprosy Mission Australia website. Throughout our work, we meet a lot of amazing people who are often hidden or forgotten by society because of having leprosy or other disabilities. In this podcast, we want to share their stories with you. In this episode, I want to introduce you to Bahadur, who has been with us for the better part of the decade. Have you ever met Bahadur during one of your visits, Eva? Bahadur? No, I don't think I have. Can you tell me a bit more about him? I can definitely try. Because when he first came to us, he was 24. And he's now 30. And so much has changed for him in the past six, seven years. That you have to forgive me if I can't find the words to describe him when he, were, when he first came to us. So when did you first meet him? So I met him last year. By the time that I had met him, he was... He had finished his medication of leprosy and that wrapped up six years of misdiagnosis for him. So is it common in leprosy then to be misdiagnosed? Yes, it's actually quite common in leprosy to be misdiagnosed. If you take Bahadur's case as an example, he, when he first started showing symptoms, he went to a nearby hospital who told him that he had to stay there for two to three days and then he'd be fine to go back to his home. But he ended up staying for a month and was diagnosed with tuberculosis and was given medication for tuberculosis as well. But what happened was every time he would decrease the doses of his medicine, he would started getting more worse. His symptoms would get more worse. And then he would have to go back to the hospital and several months would pass by him doing the same. And then he was later referred to another doctor who diagnosed him with onset cell disease and he was on medication for that as well. So a similar problem happened. Every time he would decrease the doses, the problems would get worse. And then until a moment where he was referred to a blood doctor who asked him to do a biopsy of his skin patches. And then the doctor luckily knew a dermatologist who then diagnosed him with leprosy and referred him to Anandaman. So for people with leprosy, often it sounds like to be diagnosed, it has to do with whether they get lucky or not to meet a doctor who knows about leprosy. Yes, and which is why a big part of what we do in Leprosy Mission Nepal is train medical doctors and dermatologists in the science and symptoms of leprosy so people can be diagnosed effectively. So at the time that Bahadur was going through all of this, he was in his mid-twenties. What was he doing? So he was studying engineering at the period of time. He was studying in a nearby college and he was in his third year of engineering. And then he was also playing sports. He was really good football player and was really interested in playing football as well. And when he sort of diagnosed, when he was diagnosed, everything was put to a stop. He could not sit for his exams, could not play football anymore. And then he also had to drop out of college because he was not able to sit for exams for a, nearly for a year, in and out of hospitals. It felt as if leprosy added a full stop in his life. 
So going through all of this, he then ended up at Anandaban Hospital. Now, Anandaban Hospital sounds like this really magical place. For some of our listeners who don't know about Anandaban Hospital, it is a specialist leprosy hospital where patients can go to get treatment um, and to recover. It's on the outskirts of Kathmandu in, and built on a bit of a mountain. And it's probably the first time that I've ever seen a bit of a forest inside a hospital. Yeah, I mean, there are not a lot of hospitals with forests surrounding them, are there? And then I've always felt that the name Anandaban was really fitting for the forest that stands on top of a hill. Um, Anandaban translates to relaxing forest. That's his which is translated to English. And then how when patients come to Anandaban, that's the place for them to rest their worries and their trials and tribulations that have had with leprosy. So always a fitting name. That's what I've always thought. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I didn't realize how special of a place it can be for patients until I got to stay there in their guest house. Uh, so I stayed at the guest house because I had a bit of work to do at the hospital. But I didn't realize the sense of community that people have built there. So the staff really relate well to the patients and even the patients themselves interact really well with each other. I mean, it's not just the staffs between themselves or patients just with themselves. It's also the cross that comes between staffs and patients. And some of the patients have been there since they were 13, 14 years of age to like 30, 40. They come for regular checkups and then they go. And some of our staffs have been working with us for 20, 30 number of years. So it's both of the staffs and the patients that make a sense of camaraderie around the hospital and it's really heartening to see that happening. And I really like that there's those big board games set up, wooden board games set up for the patients to be able to play with. I mean, I played with one of the guys the last time that I was there and I got absolutely wrecked. <laughs> I do remember seeing that. He was really good. It just showed how much time he had out in playing with the other patients. But I really liked how like they can play together with those board games and then have a conversation and a chat in the afternoon, almost like a way to wind down for them. Yeah, I mean, for so many of them, They've been there for, as I said, they've been there for a really long time. So it's a good thing that they have that sense of camaraderie between them. When he first came in, he was generally scared because he has a history of being misdiagnosed all over the valley. So with none of the hospitals being able to diagnose him, I think he was still on the fence that this will still be another false diagnosis. And then he also seeing the patients that have been there for a while with like severe symptoms he actually felt scared that he will develop something similar and that his symptoms will get worse as well so for bahadu what what symptoms did he have he first started developing rashes on his hands and feet accompanied by high fever and when he sort of went to visit doctors they would start him on steroids but every time the doses was reduced he would start his symptoms would inflate again. And that kept happening for a really long period of time. And he started developing nodes as well, really painful nodes in his hands and feet. Like nodules? Yes, in his hands and feet. And that, I think that was when he was diagnosed with leprosy after doing a bias with nodules and then having a dermatologist to see him. I also know that he needed surgery at some point. Once he was done with his medication, his hands started clawing up. For clawing hands, there's a process that we do called reconstructive surgeries that sort of unclaws 
your clawed hands and feet. And he had to do the surgery twice to be able to gain full control of his hands. And this was one of the reasons why he also had to drop out of his school. So how old was Bahadur when he finally was completely healed? He was 30 years old when he finally done with his medication. So he had spent the last, what, five to six years at least? Yeah, at the very least in the Anandaban hospital itself, in and out of the hospital. And then if you count months before that, he was misdiagnosed. That was really seven, eight years of his life. So that was seven, eight years of his life where he had to put on hold. For a lot of 20-year-olds, that's the time when they're studying, when they're starting to build a career for themselves. So what happened for Bahadur? He was studying engineering when he first started showing symptoms. He was in his third year of engineering degree, which is a four-year degree, and he was in his third year. And once he started showing the symptoms of leprosy, he had to drop out of the school because he could not sit for exams. And the nodules were really, really painful. And then since his hands were also clawed, he could not write his exams. And then even though he had asked his college to reconsider, the college could not reconsider after like one or two years for him to be still be able to continue. And then dropping that and also dropping his, because he really used to love playing football and also dropping that and dropping all the things that he was excited about, that really put a full stop in his life. Mm. So I guess for a lot of people in their 30s or when we turn 30s and so forth, we are at the start of our career or, or starting to really establish our careers and we've had our university education and we've graduated and now we're really looking at building up careers and so forth. So for Bahadur, Bahadur, that process would have been quite delayed. That is also what led him to develop internal stigma within himself because you see the friends and people you grew up with have a career and then reach the heights that they have reached while you are still struggling to be able to finish your education at all. And so in Bahadur's case, he has got a high level of internal stigma and that he's afraid to tell people he has had leprosy because he's always worried that they will discriminate against him or reject his ideas and himself as a person. Mm. And now that reminds me, this is one of the reasons why I haven't met him because yes. he was really fearful about speaking to people or for people outside uh, of the leprosy community to know about him. Yeah, I mean, even with those who work really closely with him, there are only a few people that are in regular touch with him and only a few people that he opens up to on a, on a deeper level about his diagnosis, about his um, conditions and his mental health issues as well. So Bahadu now has a bit of a second chance at life, doesn't he? He's currently uh, enrolled or receiving a scholarship from the tertiary education. So he is currently studying BSc IT, which is Bachelor of Science in Information and Technology. Um, he is in his first year and he feels that that course would allow him to continue his IT education considering he came from a computer engineering background before he dropped out. Um, the BSCIT course, he feels, would help him realize his dreams. And since he himself is interested in IT and AI as well, he feels that that is the right course for him. Mm, fantastic. So how important has this scholarship been for him? He feels it's his second chance in life. He feels that is an opportunity to get his feet planted onto the ground and then start building something up for himself. Because for so long, 
he has dependent on his parents, his elder brothers and sisters to be able to do anything, literally. And then now he sees education as a new chance, as a new way of life. Mm, yes, really great to hear that he's been able to have these opportunities uh, going forward. And it sounds like he's only at the start of this journey for him in his education. And we still have a few more years to follow up with him to see how he goes. Yes, I can't wait to see what his story will tell. Now, one other question. Do you think that he will ever get over, I guess, his fear and his lack of the stigma and discrimination and one day be able to tell people about his leprosy diagnosis? Yeah, I think I'm on the optimistic side of that. I think he will be able to come in terms with what the experience that he has gone through, but it will take time. And then it will, from what he says to me, he would be more comfortable opening about it when he has a post, when he has a good job, a good salary, because he feels that those things would validate his experience and that those things would count his achievements and people would look at his achievements rather than the disease that he's had to battle through. So while he will be able to come in terms, that will take time. Yes. And hopefully when that happens, maybe I'll get a chance to actually meet him face to face. Well, even though you've not met him yet, he feels really grateful for the leprosy mission. And when I last went to meet him, he did leave me with a lovely little quote, which reads, I have spent so much of my life at Anandaban Hospital that I see staffs from the hospital as my second family. The leprosy mission helped me to take care of leprosy and gave me my life back. They're now doing it all again by supporting me to continue my studies. It feels like I have been granted a second life. Thank you so much.